The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer greatly from the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. Then Peter took Jesus aside and began to rebuke him. God forbid, Lord, no such thing shall ever happen to you. He turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are an obstacle to me. You are thinking, not as God does, but as human beings do. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. What profit would there be for one to gain the whole world and forfeit his life? Or what can one give in exchange for his life? For the Son of Man will come with his angels in his Father's glory, and then he will repay all according to his conduct. The Gospel of the Lord. My dear Father Peter, I entrust to you this parish church. The church is above all a house of prayer, a temple of worship, a home in which the faithful are nourished by the word of God and the sacraments of the church. It is a dwelling place of God on earth, a temple built on living stones, founded on the apostles with Jesus Christ as his cornerstone. Father Peter, may you always serve the faithful of St. Joseph Parish with zeal, fidelity, and sincere devotion, so that all people may come to know Jesus Christ, our only true high priest and shepherd. My dear friends, because I'm aware of your pastoral needs and I'm confident of Father Peter's qualification for the office of pastor, I now commend Father Peter as your new pastor. Good morning. Sometimes when I show up for Mass, um, there are different reactions. When the people see this little hat, they bless themselves and they say, will be a long Mass. <laughs> Usually for us Catholics, the perfect Mass is the Mass with only one hour, exactly. Could be no longer than that. But you need to know that usually, or sometimes when I show up, it's because it's something more during the Mass. Now is the installation of your new pastor. And I'm so happy with the presence of the legionaries who are here in a great number. 
I was looking at all of them and saying, my God, we need a bigger church. <laughs> and I have a history with them since I was a pastor when I, in Georgia, up in the mountains, since 1990, where, Father Scott? 97, 97, when they came to help me during Holy Week to go and help me with reaching the people in their own trailer parks and the people who were in need. And they came, and they were in my parish, and they couldn't escape from me. Now they are here. (laughs) And I walked with them, and I... We cry together sometimes, Father David. And it had been a blessing for me in my life, feeling their company, their support. And I was so blessed that with conversations back and forth, they were willing to come here to the Diocese of Raleigh. And by a miracle, it's God's way of doing things because it was not in their mind to be pastors. But I think Father Peter, little by little, was falling in love with this parish. And that was the way in which things happened and how God prepared things that we are no plan, but are coming little by little in which God is revealed to us his love. And because of that love and the way that he was spending time here, now is your pastor. And this is your first time to be a pastor, Father Peter. And I'm so honored to do that, you know. How a wonderful gift for you to have him, to have a priest who will help you to celebrate the mystery of Christ's love. That is what we need to see. That when we are coming to Mass, to celebrate the Mass, the sacraments, what is pouring out for all of us is that mercy and love of Jesus for each one of us. Is how Jesus revealed through this mystery, his love. And love is a mystery itself. We cannot put in words what love it is. It's an experience. It's a relationship. And that is what the Lord is inviting us to have with him. It's a relationship with him that we can fall in love with him. And sometimes in our relationship, we like to become like Peter. We have great intentions. That gospel is a beautiful gospel. And the thing is that sometimes we don't see ourselves there. And we think that was a story, I don't know when, but it's a story who revealed ourselves there. We can say very clear that Peter has a bit, he had a very good intention to protect Jesus. His heart was in fire with him. 
But good intentions was enough, good enough? What was the problem with Peter? Is to be himself in front of Jesus. Not behind him. How many times we are like that in our lives? We think that we have the solution. We think that we have everything. And we think that sometimes we know more than Jesus. And we expect that Jesus, he will do our will. That is not the way that sometimes we pray. We don't pray so often for the conversion of my own heart. We pray for the conversions of everybody else except for my own conversion. I pray for my mother-in-law. She needs to change. (laughs) I pray for my children. They need to change. I pray for my husband. He needs to change. I pray for my wife. She needs to change. It's a praying for the other ones, but not for my own conversion to be behind Jesus and following him and let him first love me. And that requires a lot of humility to be able to listen to him and to understand the process that he invites us to be purified, going up to Jerusalem. Not as the end. It's the, Jerusalem is the door which when we reach that place, the doors are open for the freedom that we need to have, the true life that we need to have in our hearts to be able to enjoy our faith. If we don't enjoy faith, if we don't enjoy what we believe and our relationship with Jesus, and we don't leave the church with a beautiful smile because we will love it here in the celebration, what happened? When you date, in your times when you date, after being with a person you date, a dinner, a talk, Something like that. You came back home. And nobody asked you if you felt you were in love. Because everything spoke out. Your face, the way that you walk, the beautiful smile, the way the softness that you spoke, that was perfect message. I am in love. But what happened at the end of each Mass? The people can see in us that we were celebrating love. Are we preaching, not with words, but with our actions, what we receive in the Eucharist? What is the face of someone who receives a kiss of someone who loves Immediately, the face changed and, and draw a beautiful smile. Nobody can resist a beautiful kiss of love and, never, and a smile. What happened 
when we receive the one who is invite us to follow him, when we receive him in the Eucharist, is more than a kiss of love. It's consume us in his love to give us that freedom. We need to be purified as painful. Yes, but it's pain of freedom to be able to do what? Share the good news. The good news of love. The good news of Jesus Christ as our Redeemer. The good news that we taste in Jesus, his mercy, his kindness, his compassion. He doesn't come, or he doesn't come to condemn us. He comes to love us and will be all to each one of us to accept his invitation and be consumed by his love. Peter put himself in front of him. And he was expecting that Jesus would follow him. It was not that way. And when we choose that way to live in our faith and our life, thinking that we know more than him, we will be in hard problems. Because we are making our own way when Jesus knows perfectly what is the best of us for us. We need to have a humble heart to be able to listen love and let the love of Jesus Christ purify us. Going up to Jerusalem being a process to be purified, clean, and find in him what we're searching for in life. It's a beautiful gospel of hope being transformed by the mystery of what we celebrate. Let the love of Jesus purify you, challenge you, and help you to become who you are. And go out with a beautiful smile that the people say, what is going on with you? And you can simply say, come and see. When you like to go out for a dinner in a restaurant, after you finish the dinner, you make different things to show how happy are you with the dinner. You, oh, that was good. (laughs) Ah. Oh. You're half hour in the parking lot making all these gestures of wonderful dinners, the desserts, the wine, the things. What a message you're sending the people for the great things that you have and enjoy. It's a way to preach. They don't need to put ads Because you are preaching, you are letting people see how good was the dinner. Yes or not? What is our reaction after that that we have this dinner? The food from heaven. The love of Jesus for us in every Eucharist. 
One hour and 20 minutes. Too long. <laughs> that is the way in which we celebrate. You see how much we really need to open ourselves, not to be in front of Jesus, but walking behind him, following the way that he showed us to live our lives, and let him, with his love, to purify us. We continue this beautiful celebration. Listen, celebration. And we cannot celebrate with this. We celebrate with our hearts. The hearts need to be free to be celebrate love. And we cannot be scared to let our hearts to be free to celebrate the mystery of love of Jesus. And let him perform the most beautiful plastic surgery that you expect. No wrinkles, but a beautiful smile. And who can resist the face like that? Jesus is the physician who we need to let ourselves and our hearts to be purified and find joy in living our lives. My dear brother, Father Peter, in the presence of the people who you are about to receive in your care, I ask to renew the promise you made at your ordination. I will resolve with the help of the Holy Spirit to discharge with fail the office of the priesthood in the presbyteral rank as a worthy fellow worker in the order of bishops in caring for the Lord's flock. I am. I will resolve to exercise the ministry of the world worthily and wisely, preaching the gospel and teaching the Catholic faith. I am. Are you, res- you resolved to celebrate faithful and reverently in accordance with the church tradition, the mystery of Christ, especially the sacrifice of the Eucharist and the sacrament of reconciliation for the glory of God and the sanctification of the Christian people? I am. Are you resolved to implore with God's mercy upon the people entrusted to your care by an observing to pray without ceasing? I am. Are you resolved to be united more closely every day to Christ the High Priest, who offered himself for us to the Father as a pure sacrifice, and with him to consecrate yourself to God for the salvation of all? I am. Do you promise respect and obedience to me and your legitimate superior who is here? I am. May God, who has begun the good work in you, Father Peter, continue to bring it to fulfillment. Remember, Father Peter, always be a loving father, a gentle shepherd, and a wise teacher of your people, so that you may lead them to Christ, who will strengthen all you do. As the teacher of faith, I now ask you to lead your people in the profession of faith. With firm faith, I also believe everything contained in God's word, written and handed down in tradition and proposed by the church, whether in solemn judgment or in the ordinary and universal magisterium, as divinely revealed and calling for faith 
I also firmly accept and hold each and everything that is proposed by the church definitively definitively regarding teaching in faith and morals. Moreover, I adhere with religious submission of will and intellect to the teachings which either the Roman pontiff or the College of Bishops enunciate when they exercise the authentic magisterium, even if they proclaim those teachings in an act that is not definitive. It's official. Let us now pray for the church and its leaders, especially for the new pastor and for the needs of all people. For Francis, our Pope, for Luis Raphael, our Bishop, and for all the bishops of the church, that they may lead us to a more faithful living of the gospel. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For Father Peter Devereaux, our new pastor, that he may always show us love and compassion, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who contribute their time and talent to this parish, that their service to the church may help us to know the message of Christ, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For ourselves, that we who from St. Joseph Parish may work together to proclaim the good news of Christ's love, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all priests of the Diocese of Raleigh, that they be renewed in holiness, generous in service, and fervent in their vocation, witnessing always to the wonders of God's love and the power of his spirit. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Gracious God, you have nourished and protected your church by providing it with pastors who are stewards of your word and sacraments. Strengthen Father Peter as he begins a new ministry among us and help us all to follow your Son, Jesus Christ, who is Lord forever and ever. 